This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to this week in ITFC history. My name is David Diamond and I'll be here each and every week alongside the renegade stat man to discuss the wins, the draws, the losses, the names and the games from another week in ITFC history. Stat, how are you this week, my friend? I haven't got over Burt Reynolds, to be honest with you. Yeah, who's gonna, who do we think might sort of pop off this week during our recording? Oh, we can have it a bit like the film, The Deadpool. The Deadpool. Um, who, who, who is going to? I'm going to say. Be careful, Duncan Goodhue. <laughs> okay. In, in a right. swimming in a swimming accident. In a swimming, okay. But you never know. Up. But one thing I, I want to say, um, apart from you, you sound a bit rough. I am, mate. I've got a cold. I've, got, I've had a cold for a couple of days. Really bad one. It's obviously flu, and I don't know. How I'm actually roused myself to. Um, to be here this evening but you it, know any, it, anything for the pod exactly to the end seeing me as well and there was a few <laughs> viewers I don't know how many there were but there was a few viewers who commented on the fact that last week I was without cap you were hatless so, yeah hatless. so hat once again okay, for the renegade statman what, what are you sporting today it's a nice green what what's uh, it's I don't know what what is it it's uh, the Denver Broncos St. Patrick's Day edition cap oh. Oh, that's a special one, isn't it? Is that and the one, what, is that the one Jonesy got for you? He did. Daryl brought it all the way over from Jacksonville. No. Um, so. Stay safe, Daryl, with Hurricane Florence oh, yeah. coming around. Christ, yeah, Jacksonville, yeah. I mean, I think it's heading more sort of Carolinas, isn't it? North and South yeah. Carolina. But Well, yeah, saying no, that, I should say to my relations as well, who live in South Carolina, stay safe. Absolutely, Christ, yeah. yeah it looks like a, a one in... Well, they call it a one in thirty year job. That one. So back, back nasty. to the back to the cap though. Um, I'm pretty certain that there's nobody else. It certainly is an Ipswich fan that is wearing has has a green Broncos cap. If you have, send me one. But I don't. I don't think, yeah. Send you one. <laughs> well, send you another cap. No, send, me, send, send me a photo. <laughs> yeah, or another cap. I'm, I'm, I've got loads of caps. I'll have, I'll have loads to wear. So while you're while you're um, sipping on your yeah, lem sip or whatever. No, we're at the moment. Go on, Stan. Where are we going first? Take us into the first game. It's uh, 
1986-87. And before I carry on, Mrs. Stat watched the, the last pod and she said, why do you keep looking to the side for? And I went, well, that's because where my notes are on the iPad. And she went, well, why do you not remember it? And I went, because there's loads of stuff. And then she made a little cut and remark of, oh, I'm surprised you don't actually remember everything, the amount of time that you spend with the stat machine. So there's yeah, a little that, bit that, of jealousy. That, that, that sounds like, yeah, okay, something my missus would say also, or the amount of time you spend looking at stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I spend more time looking at you than my wife now. But anyway, yeah. move on. Cheap. It's the, Go on, mate. It's the 13th of September, 1986. It's yep. a... Three o'clock kickoff. Towner away to Ron Saunders, West Bromwich Albion. <laughs> we nearly said Villa, didn't you? Yeah, did. yeah. You know when you just suddenly look and think, yeah, I'm pretty certain it's Ron Saunders. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. in the away dugout was Bobby Ferguson. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which would actually, this would be Bobby's last season as as manager. Yes. Yeah, so so they're. Very early days, very early few games of our first year um, after our hell of a run in the in the in, in Division One, as it were. Then, so what were you? Eighteen years, so promoted in '68, relegated in '86. Eighteen seasons, incredible, really. Or actually, is it eighteen seasons <laughs> since we've been there now? But anyway, yeah, um, pretty close now, isn't it? And yeah. you, I think you've got to say that since 1968 to 2018, we've been in the second tier longer than we have in the top tier. I guess we have just about now. Christ, that's yeah. a sad old stat, that one, mate. Oh, no. That's I'm sure nice. somebody will say, actually, you're not correct. It was like uh, Well, hang on. So it's 18 close. years. Then we were 18 Six. years. Then we were up for three or two. Up for three. 92, 93, 93, 94, 94, 95. So that's three. Yeah. And then yeah. two. Yeah. 18. How many is that? <laughs> okay, in 23 and 50 20, years. So it oh, must be 27, no. 23. Oh, you're joking. We are a second tier club. Yeah, anyway. Oh. Let's, anyway. let's go through the teams. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to do? Home team or away team first? Away team stat. Come on. So that'll throw be us. Names. Throw some names at us. All right. So, but we are away. So. Do oh, you... oh, oh, gotcha. Yeah, do the, do the home team. Do, do the, the home team. team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, that was. I didn't describe that very well. Um, Stuart Naylor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Clive Whitehead. Oh yeah, Bristol, ex Bristol City. Yeah. Yeah, carry on. Any, I'll, I'll say the names. Name out, and I'll give out. Yeah. I'll share any if I've got any David, comment. David Burrows. Yeah, obviously went on to play for Liverpool. Yeah, uh, very good side. Oh, was that him, David yeah. Burrows? He must have been fairly young in Coventry, West Brom. Yeah, yeah. Liverpool. Martin Bennett. Mm, don't remember him so well. No. Paul Minus. Dyson. Yeah, ex Stoke, I believe. Yeah. I think very early on in his career, Dyson sucked, but then once <laughs> he became cordless, he was. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was a lot better on the pitch. Yeah, um, I love it. Yeah, Ma- Martin Dickinson. Uh, no, 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 nothing to say about Martin. Sorry, Mark. Carlton Palmer. Oh, blimey, Carlton Palmer, future England international, incredibly. What a great touch he had. Oh, yeah. First uh, t- two touch, first touch control, second touch sliding tackle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this other guy, don't really know him. His name that well with with West Brom, um, Steve Bull. Incredible, yeah. I mean, um, what 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 made me got got to me about this game and obviously the notes you did. Well, we'll get well. No, let's get yeah, on to that. Get, I mean, Steve on, yeah. Bull. I, I, what what? There's a better stat than this, but I didn't realise how many few games he played for for West Brom. Hardly yeah. at all. Yeah, Steve. Uh, yeah, Steve McKenzie. Yeah, scored that great goal in the cup final in '81. 
Yeah, the volley. Man for Man City. Bobby Williamson. Don't remember him so well. I think it could have been oh. Scott, yeah. And Barry Cowdrill. <laughs> Unusual name. No, again, I don't yeah. really. What, don't Barry? Really... Yeah, unfortunate. No. Who's on it? Give us a town team. Run through them quickly, Stack. Go on. Right. Well, I believe. Looking yeah. at the notes, that we lined up with an unusual formation of a 3-4-3 formation. What? So, yeah, I know Bobby was what? going for Hang it. On. It's 4-4-2. Hang on, this is post. Yeah. This is post 2000. It's 4-4-2. What? So I've, I'm going to list the team, but I'm not sure that I'm listing them in the the right order on the pitch that they are. So we've got Cooper in goal. I'm pretty certain That's he was in goal. Right. Yeah. Um, Cranston. Okay, uh, centre half, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Steve McCall, who I know started centre midfield in this game. Uh, Ian, At- Ian, Ian Atkins. Yeah, good player. Liked him. Yeah. yeah. Jason Dezel, he he just won the Fiat's Young Player of the Month award. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if they still do that. Probably not. Um, Irvin Gurnan. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nigel Cleghorn. Yeah, he's a good player. Liked him. Yeah. Romeo Zondervan, we spoke about him last week, probably yeah. being the, the, the next foreign player after Mishter Bray. I'm sorry, yeah. Yeah. John Dean. more about him in a minute. Tixie. Yeah. Yeah. And Kevin Wilson. That's, yeah, it's a decent team, isn't it? it actually? Is. Looking at that, um, I mean, you'd expect it would be. We just dropped down, I suppose, first, you know, first season down. But yeah, that was a good side. Well, a lot of experience there. Bloody hell. Yeah. yeah a, little, a little bit more on John Dean. Um, he had played for West Brom earlier in That's his right. career. He um, started at Villa, Dean. Yeah. Then he left the baggies and went to them up the road. That's right, of course. Yeah. Reasonably yeah. successful there. Yeah. Swap deal coming to Portman Road with Trevor Putney going the other way. And then he left us. Uh, he went to Manchester City. That's right, yeah. I, yeah, I think it was that. like a player coach or something. Okay. Was that Mel Machin or... Possibly. I want to throw that, yeah. Word, that name yeah. out. Yeah, quite possibly, um, yeah. And then he went to Barnsley. Okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, in good this player. game... Even good player. We've got 3-4-3. Three, three. You can make your whatever combination of players that we just listed at the 11, where they fitted in the 3-4-3. Three, three. And we were all at sea. Well, were just all over the place. No one knew what they were doing. What position are you? I thought you were a left back. Well, I'm playing central midfield <laughs> and I'm giving it a go. Um, so it's no surprise that on the uh, second minute on the clock, uh, West Brom take the lead. Uh, Williamson, uh, Bobby Williamson raced onto a long clearance from Dyson. He held the challenge off from Gurnan. And then just drilled home a, a low left foot shot past Cooper. Uh, as I've just put down here an update, Town's formation was not not helping at all. Uh, Twenty minutes into the game, uh, West Brom score again. Steve Bull, uh, his first goal for 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 West Brom, um, and he fired home a low foot right shot. <laughs> low Town, foot right shot. <laughs> low low right foot shot. <laughs> Yeah, I say low, low right <laughs> foot shot. Like, that's why I, look, I should be looking at my notes and not trying to think what I'm saying in my head. There you go. Um, Tan were, were handed a lifeline in the 40th minute. Uh, D and he sidestepped two, past two West Brom defenders and, and fired it in. So I think we kind of limped into half time, only 2 1 down, and quite Probably lucky worse, that we yeah. kind of rode yeah. our luck. So yeah. Bobby Ferguson did the right thing and said, Hang on a minute. This is 1986. Why am I messing around with anything other than 4-4-2? Get 4-4-2 back in. So, Tried and tested. Tried and tested. Yeah, Get it it in. will never fail. Nah. You know, there will still be managers in 2018 that will insist that 4-4-2 <laughs> is the best formation. They won't call it 4-4-2, though. No. But, yeah, we know it is. We yeah. know it. 
and some of them some of them might not even be in a job at the moment. But um, so he did the thing. Off came Gernon, on came Frank Yallop, and we were far more settled. Uh, seven minutes, six minutes into the second half, Town get a chance. Uh, I don't, I can't remember who who was brought down. We would get a penalty, penalty. Yeah. Um, penalty. I owe you one there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mark Brennan was our usual. Yeah. Penalty taker. Yeah. yeah. He, he was, he was down with a virus, I think. I think he might have missed an England under-21 match earlier okay. in the week. Yeah. Um, so he was absent. So Dean felt confident after scoring. So, and he stepped up um, to make it 2-2. Yeah, I'm trying to keep on track of the... the <laughs> yeah, so it's 2-2, yeah. Um, so we think we're back in the game. Three minutes later... Um, no. <laughs> I'm looking at me notes. It wasn't two-two. He missed the penalty. That was it. I'm thinking this is this is not right. Doesn't Hang add on. up. That's yeah. just rewritten history. I have. So yeah, John Dean stepped up. He scored the penalty, I reckon. And then there, I reckon the referee retake, made him take it. Yeah, yeah. yeah and he, so, he uh, it's yeah. Similar mistake. Oh, yeah. yeah. He missed it. Yeah. Uh, three minutes later, uh, Steve Ball um, put West Brom three-one up. So yeah, I'm comfortable now. Now, this um, is just while I think about it, am I right in saying, and, and you said they were the only two goals Ball scored for West Brom, and he only made four appearances? Yeah. Amazing. Mad. I didn't know that. I've got, some, I've got some great stats for you. But um, what I'm going to say is that is what, I, I, and I know because I, I, I can read it because you wrote it in your notes, but was it 60? He went to West Brom for 65,000. Tell you what, there's some, someone spotted oh, some talent there, didn't they? My yeah. God. 300 goals later. <laughs> Literally, it was, wasn't it? Oh, he. <laughs> let's have a look. He scored 306 goals for for Wolves. <laughs> he he's the only player in Wolves history to score 50 goals in successive seasons. He scored 18 hat tricks, 561 appearances for Wolves. Oh. Now this one, I pinched oh. off the, the the BBC website or some yeah. website, and I'll tell you why in a minute. Sure. That said, he he earned so bullet point number whatever five. He earned. 13 international caps for England. Yeah. Yeah. Bullet point. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, so yeah, 13, yeah. Inter- you got to remember that one. So 13, the, next, one, the next bullet point is yeah. he only took to the pitch in six of those games. Right. But still scored four goals. Uh, so do, do you win caps when you don't come on? I didn't think you did. Am I... No. Uh, no, I'm not sure. I don't know. I didn't think you did. I can remember him scoring a win and goal actually in a... Um, England, Scotland, sorry, Scotland, England at, at Hamden, he scored the winning goal. Um, but that's surely just getting back to my point, 65,306 goals. Has that, got, has that got to be the best buy of all time? It must be close. There can't be many better than that. Value for money. Got goals per... It's got to be up there, isn't it? Yeah. It's incredible. Although, Bully, to be fair, Bully did live up to his to nickname because we have to sort of preface that. I don't think any of them were in the top division, were they? Or were they? Or maybe not many. Well, I'm sure that the the Wolves uh, branch oh, yeah, of the oh, oh, those are the days. On, like, a ton oh, of bricks. Apologies, ITFC history pod that, are going to say that this is what it is. What I, the hell I don't is know. He talking about yeah. But he, was, he, let's he, say he, a great vast majority of those were in the um, in the first and or second division as we'd know it now. But obviously, there was that very Thanks famous story with 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 Bully um, that he played was going to play in the FA Cup final, um, and at the last moment they said that you can't you, you're not able to play. But what they did do is they took him into the trophy room and said, you know, let's have a look at, at what you could have won. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, 
If you don't understand that joke, you're, you're you too young. You understand it. I know you're a bit taken aback because although he, he's Wolverhampton, he lived in Birmingham and he, and he, and he could have won a speedboat. I mean, it's just completely useless, isn't it? But there you but go. To be fair, they, they did give him the, the, the bus fare home. BFH. Yeah. BFH. And he's bronze bully. Not yeah, and bronze. He, apparently he got nothing for two in a bed as well, whatever that means. Um, watch that now on Challenge. Still watch that. Yeah, it is on Challenge. Brilliant. And the other thing is that yesterday, talking about bully, he was awarded the um, the Freedom of Wolves. Yesterday. Just yeah. yesterday. Yeah, Seriously? just yesterday. So let's get back oh, to the game, oh. Dave. Sorry, right. where are we? What's the score now? Is so it 2 all? It's th- no, it never was two all. Forget that. It's three one. So oh, here great. we go. So we're we're three one we're three one down, aren't we? We're three one setting down. The, setting the scene for the for the uninitiated. Go on, yeah. go on, stat. Everybody knows where we are. Three one. Dean's missed a penalty. So five minutes later, uh, Dean scores to make it three two. Uh, he strokes home his shot following a, a Dazelle cross. So we're three two down. We're going into the last twelve minutes of the game. And Dean scores again. And I love this goal. So it's 78 minutes. He brings it back to 3-3. For those of you who are struggling to catch up, and I know that you and I are, Dave. So it's 3-3. Ian Atkins takes a free kick. And clearly what you're going to do, if the ball's heading right towards you, is score with your chest. So ah. he, kind of, he kind of chests does, it in a way. He, breast, he breasts it in like he that. He does, yeah. yeah. yeah Stuart yeah. Naylor is distracted. Ball goes the other way. Towner... Um, Three, three, three now, and then a minute later, unbelievably, uh, Glegorn's co- cross comes across. Glegorn's cross comes over. Wilson scores. Town of four, three up. That'd be, jo- that'd be jockey Wilson, who tenuous yeah. link could also have appeared on bully. <laughs> he would have done. He yeah. would have done, wouldn't he? Um, yeah. So we are four, four three, mate. Three four, four, three. Four, three. What a yeah, comeback. Like, don't ever pick a 4-3 game, Dave. It's just to be, fair, to to be fair, fair, it feels like 8-5. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But anyway, then we had a, a late chance. Dean puts a oh, header yeah, across what a game. against the bar. Yeah. And then an even later chance. He found oh. himself um, one-on-one with Naylor, but he, he shot straight at Naylor. Christ so the Martin game... could have had six. Missed penalty, hit the bar, yeah. missed the one-on-one and scored that trick. He was the 76th Ipswich player to Love score this. a hat-trick. Um and that was our biggest away win in the league since 1982 when we beat Notts County 6 0. Yeah. But the stat machine had a little look and found out that it was the 4 uh, 3 away. Yeah. It was yeah. the first time that we'd won 4 3 away since 1968 when we beat Norwich at Carrow Road 4 oh, 3. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know about you, Dave, but let, let's let's move away to, from this game to a so game. Let's move, the... let's move away. Let's move away from this game. Let's get to some sort of uh, let's get some sort of normality with a um, with a with a normal game. However, I have got a number one for you of that of that uh, West Brom. So 1986 okay. September. Hang on, what was it? September the 13th, 1986. Um, I'll give you a clue if you haven't yeah. looked for it. I um, haven't looked any of these. He's got a very high pitched voice. <gasps> Is it? Terence Trent Derby. Oh, chow, not quite. No. I have pitched in him. Not a bad shout. Extremely hot. Oh, yes. You nailed it, mate. It was the Communards. And don't leave me this. That one. Wait. Oh, was he in the Communards? Uh, he certainly was. I thought he was in another band. Ah, oh, there you go. Did they not sing Don't Leave Me This Way? 
Hang on. Oh, shit. <laughs> no, it wasn't Communards. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just, just checking. Um, 1972-73. So oh, some of the... Um, we wouldn't want to call them older listeners, would we? Mature... That's Did you have right. any? I mean, while I said that, I know um, there was a great idea today. You, you put the, um, you tweeted it out, didn't you? Or you and or Ben tweeted it out. If anyone's got any, um, you know, anything to say about the games. Did you get anything back for that? I'd be intrigued to know if you got anything back for that one. <laughs> well, funnily enough, even though we have left the West Brom game, you have reminded me that I did get one, one, oh, one reply. About the... We can't let that game go, can we? Go love, we're in some kind of. Dyson <laughs> Vortex with that game, I From think. Steve and it was a um, Vortex. Yeah. Tricky McTrickerson. That oh, was his tricky. first yeah. away game. Oh, which Justin, a pretty, yeah, bloody hell. Yeah. What a game to go to. Um, but the one thing that really stands out to him was um, there was a, a lad, as he called him, so I don't know how old the lad was, it, say 15 to 18. Yeah, and um, he, he just shouted out as an, an expletive, as, as you did in the, in the 80s. Um, and was promptly jumped on and, and frog-marched out of the stadium by three members of the West Midlands Constabulary. Oh. So young Tricky McTrickerson at that point must have been about 15 himself, I reckon. Um, yeah. Probably thought we need to get out of here pretty sharp. But that's all he says. So, you know, he does oh, mention okay. the fact that he, he scored Great a away game. Said, what, what, what a brilliant game said, for your first away trip. Awesome, awesome. And we have got a we have got a fan who's going to comment on the this next game. They've they've, they've sent a comment okay. about it. Um, so it is so. the 16th of September 1972. <laughs> yeah. It's a 3 p.m. kickoff. Although if you've looked at my notes, my notes have changed a little bit, and I've gone with the cross between the 24 hours and the 12 hour clock. So yeah, it's actually just, yeah, 1500 p.m. Hedging hedging your bets there. Aren't you knew you? What yeah. um, I knew what I knew you were coming from. Yeah. Bobby Robson's in the in the home dugout. Tony Waddington, who famously, when he left football, went on to make uh, board games. Travel, Monopoly. Travel, yeah. Um, um, he was, so, you think to set, set the scene a bit further, so this is 72-73, and I know we've done bits on this season before, certainly have, certainly last season we did, but this was the first season where everything clipped under Robson, Beatty had made his debut, and everything had clicked, and ultimately we were going to finish fourth. So this was the first great season, but carry-ons is loads to talk about this game as a yeah, there is. Well, just to give you an idea, before we went into the game, we'd won uh, four, drawn three, and lost one. And the only game that we had, uh, we, we were beating him, was at Portman Road, which uh, the first top flying yeah. East Anglian derby. Norwich yeah. beat us. I was at that game. I was at that game. It was Kevin Beatty's um, home debut. Well, there you go. There you go. There you um, go. And so. Looking- just looking through the team, I know you perhaps said the, the town team. What I'd say is this was quite. Um, and I did do a bit of double-checking here because, obviously, that was Beatty's breakthrough season. We know he'd made his debut at Old Trafford about a month or so before. Then his home debut where we lost to Norwich and been winning and drawn since. He doesn't appear on the team, incredibly. He's no. not in that team. Um, but doing a bit more digging, he was about to be um, because that was Derek Chopper Jefferson. That was his last home game. I think he played one more away game. Then he was sold to Wolves. And, obviously, then the regular Beatty and Hunter partnership flourished from then on. Well, I... More of De- Derek Jefferson later. Um, we'll go through the, the town team. So yeah. Best, Mills, Harper, Collard, Hunter, Jefferson, Hamilton, Morris, Belfit, Weimark and Lambert. So just just looking at that. So who was yeah. so the two really main players that were missing there was um, obviously Beatty was out and um, no Colin Ville Jones. So Ian Collard out of the regular side, I guess, 
ultimate we'll get on to Belfort in a minute, but yeah. the regular team that season would have been Viljone in for Ian Collar. Um, Stoke had a pretty good team. God, look at Stoke. My God. Gordon Banks, apparently six years before he'd won the, the World Cup with England. Well, Gordon Banks, again, only a month before. So this was September, around about October 20th, a month later, he was in a car crash and, and that finished his career. He lost his right eye in a car crash. What, just after this? Yeah, a month later. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, John Marsh. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, Mike Pedgick. Mike Pedgick. Yeah, went on, went, played, for England, played for England under Ramsey. Yeah, um, went on to play for Stoke, Mike Pedgick. This is Stoke, isn't it? Um, I, I meant Everton. Yes, Carry right, on. Yeah. But you're right. You are correct. He did definitely play for Stoke. <laughs> um, John. Oh, yeah. You need to get some Vicks on your chest. Uh, I'll do all that later, mate. I'll get yeah. some get double strength Lem sip down me in a minute. Go on. Uh, John Marnie or Mahoney? John Mahoney, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Welsh International, yeah. Yeah. Dennis Smith. Yeah. Went on to manage Sunderland. Yes. Is that that, Dennis yes, Smith? Yes, yeah. yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. The very yeah. same, yeah. Alan Bloor yeah. went on to uh, start a development firm. Um, <laughs> and the returning... Jimmy yeah. Robertson, your sister's yeah. favourite, and oh, what I like about this, crush. yeah, that Stoke named him as captain for the day. Ah, nice touch. Yeah, um, I, think he, I think he. Yeah, well, we'll, there's a bit more to come about. There Robertson. is, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Greenoff, which Greenoff. Who in my mind used to play for. Did he ever play for Manchester United? Yeah, of course he did, and his brother Brian. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, John Ritchie. Yeah. Terry Conroy. Yeah. And. Jeff Hurst. Deliberately left him now, haven't you? Yeah. So two World Cup winners in that yeah, Stoke. Played side. for Stoke. I never knew he played for Stoke. Yeah, yeah. And and, well, and something even more significant about Jeff Hurst coming up in this game. Let, 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 so let's crack on. So yeah, Robertson um, is the captain for Stoke. And I think he enjoys his return. So he, he spends most of the time winding the, the, the crowd up. And he, he tackles... He, so that I read a... Um, some newspaper article, lucky to find it online, and um, he winds the crowd up with tackles on Colin Harper, yeah. and then he gives the and so this is what it says in the match report. He gives the Harvey Smith sign to yeah. the crowd. Yeah. What is the, the Harvey Smith sign? So the Harvey Smith sign was a V sign, and it was Harvey. Do you know who Harvey Smith is? Don't you? You're not. Yeah. You know who Harvey Smith was. Uh, he was a famous show jumper. <laughs> tenuous okay yeah. so show jumping back then was huge they used to have like the horse of the year show and they used to shout on bbc when there wasn't sky and stuff like that it was really big sport you know um but i think it got millions of viewers used to watch it and um he was one of the ones who used to be harvey smith david broom and other famous show jumpers and stuff and apparently he um one judge faulted him or something one day or something like that and he gave the judge the v sign and the v oh. sign became known as the harvey doing a harvey smith back in those days anyway there you go. Well, there you go. If, so, Rob, so out, I mean, that was that was something else in those days. Jimmy Robertson gave the crowd the V sign. Is bloody hell, mate. That's that's almost that's almost giving them the middle finger these days, mate. It's all bloody hell. What did your sister feel like when you know Jimmy oh, came back? I'm sure after he, after she fell out of, of love with Jimmy Robertson after he, after he left Ipswich, I think so. She didn't give a toss yeah. really. Think, so, really. to put it into context for some of the younger fans, yeah. Jimmy Robertson going and then coming back and sticking his fingers up at the crowd and trying to wind the crowd up. Modern day equivalent? Who who would that be? Well, who's done that? I mean, Christ, I'm sure we've seen loads of examples, but I can't think. It certainly won't be Darren Penn. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was like this when he scored. Yeah. Um, do you think uh, it'll be Mick McCarthy if he comes back? Oh, you just waited for that. You just wanted, didn't you? Well, quite possibly. I'm sure there's yeah. been 
there must someone will tweet in. There must have been examples of players I can't think over the top yeah. of my head that have come back and given it large after scoring or something. Well, do you remember? Do you remember Jason Dizel when he scored for Tottenham? Uh, in the Premier League, and he scored that late equaliser in the 2-2, and he celebrated like he'd won the World Cup. Actually, a good show. He did, but he didn't. He just celebrated. He didn't. He didn't give any. He was a little bit over the top. But remember, yeah, and so. Jason, I know you watch this every week, and he, he often messages me and Dave and says, "Oh, it's a great show. You know, can yeah, you get does. a game with with yeah, me involved?" He, yeah, going to get a game, game, preferably one I scored in. Yeah. Yeah. Can you mention the the fear? Young player of the month. So we've done that for you, Jason. And, yeah. and I think you're great. But I always remember when he left and went to Tottenham, he said that he was a Tottenham fan. I yeah, don't... that didn't enamour him, did it? I do no. sort of recall that. And he had but that, still, yeah. still an Ipswich legend. So oh, yeah. straight, straight anyway, into the game. We, uh, we get to the 24th minute before the first goal of the game. Uh, Rod Belfit. Do you want to say anything about him? Well, yeah, well, Rod Belfort is, is an involved... Let's get to the end of the game, because obviously Rod okay. Belfort has yeah. a significant part in this game. Yeah. Go on. Um, so, Brian Hamilton's uh, chip, <laughs> Belfort through. Banks is coming out. He's he's advancing towards Belfort, and he, he lobs him. It's one of the best goals. Not this one. No, I'm not saying it's a bad goal, but lobbing the keeper is, is, is a great it's goal. Just, yeah. And you just see the keeper kind of like desperately, you know, clawing back. You know, yeah. Flailing. Yeah. Flailing, uh, I like to call it. So we go into half time, one nil up, um, and it's the uh, second half. We're only nine minutes into the second half. Uh, Lambert plays the ball back, and Belfort is on the edge of the box. And this is a stunner, isn't it? I tell you what, the the newspaper article kind of inferred that it was a good goal. My notes by saying, and he drives it in, are pretty poor. But I wanted to give you a comment that that Bobby Robson said at the end of the game. Um, so this is in 72. He's been with us for, for three years. And he said, that was the finest goal I've seen since I've been at Portman Road. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't disagree. Well, I wouldn't disagree because I can't remember much back then. But yeah, it was a good goal. Because remember, up till that season, pickings <laughs> pickings have been fairly slim. I think there was one season where under Robson where I think a leading goal scorer was Colin Viljohn with like six goals. I'm pretty yeah. sure it was seven or something like that. So pickings had been quite slim. So it was a hell of a goal and better still and as a, a rarity for Ipswich in those days it was on match of the day. It was one of the matches, one of the two matches on match of the day yeah. which was just unheard of back then, town on match of the day. I mean so much so because I don't think you mentioned but um, um Obviously, we went on with, you know, well, we'll get about the game, but we, um, was this before or after the game? We were second. Yeah. Yeah. So, hence so, we so certainly after, after the game, we were, we were certainly, yeah. we were certainly second. Um, so, you know, Belfair, he, he scored two, 54 minutes. It ended, uh, well, he, he, he scored two goals and that was five in, in, in the last seven match, in the last seven days that he'd yeah, scored. Yeah, so he's, I did a bit of digging on that. He'd yeah. scored in a 2-1 away win at Southampton and he'd scored two goals in a 4-2 win against St. Johnston in the Texaco Cup, which we ultimately we know we went on to win that season. And the thing with Belfort was, so it, I think he'd scored, so in the first, we're now mid-September, at that point, I think he'd scored something like six goals, something like that, or something like that, I don't know. He'd scored five in a week, but he'd scored six. He went on to score another three in fairly quick time, and we played Everton away. We drew 2-2. He scored in that game. So with his Texaco Cup goals, he'd scored nine goals. And that was like, this was like end of October, early November. Um, to which point um, Robson had got his eyes on David Johnson, the first, the Everton player, who I can't remember whether he played in that particular game or not. But anyway, um, 
said to Harry Catrick or made an approach to Harry Catrick, the Everton manager said, look, I want Johnson. Um, you know, I, I, I like him here. Um, I want to put an offer in for him. And Catrick said, OK, but I want the big man in return. To which Robson said, oh, shit, you can't have him. Our defence will be full of holes, thinking he meant Alan Hunter. But yeah. he said, and this is in Robson's book, and you probably read this. He said, my heart leapt when he said, no, Belfit. And he said, there was no way, you know, all right, Belfit was a crowd favourite, scored nine goals, but you could see what he was going to get with Johnson and yeah. Weimark. You could see pairing those two up together. And he could, he could see, I couldn't almost sort of look, I couldn't bite his hand. He said, I played it a bit cagey. And he said, well, you know, we'll see sort of thing. You know, it's great, isn't it? Yeah. So Fantastic. And I, I, I can vaguely remember that when, obviously, when they're saying, look, Belfit's leaving, the, you know, the supporters, obviously, God, nine goals. We're up in arms, you know, just yep. can't believe it. But <clears throat> as folklore say that, um, you know, within two or three games, Johnson was exceptional. You could see, you know, you could see why it's all forgotten. I mean, we are we are fickle. Football fans are fickle. So it's easy to kind of forget players. You know, once they've gone, you know, you, yeah. you've, you've, you've got the new king in town. Um, yeah. One thing that happened in, in this game, and I, I didn't I didn't know this Preferably. at all. And I found it really, yeah. well, first of all, I didn't know that Jeff Hurst played for Stoke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, secondly, yeah. Um, he was sent off for dissent in this game. Only uh, time in his career. Yeah. It was a second so, yellow. So the season before, 71-72, the refs had, they called, I forget what they called it now, something like a get tough policy, it was called. Cool. So there obviously weren't cameras at each game. Camera angles. Who am, I, who am I waving at? I don't even know who I'm waving at. We're um, waving at Ben Shaley there. I'm waving at Ben Shaley. Um, camera angles at each, um, you know, no different camera angles at each game, or very rarely a camera at any game other than was on match of the day, on match of the week and stuff. So, um, refs, I mean, honestly, some of the tackles that used to that, that used to get unpunished, would, you know, absolutely would just be dead straight red today. So the season before, the ref um, really, I would say, got a lot tougher. But I think this was, and I, I remember at the end of the previous season, Harper was sent off at Portman Road. Um, certainly the end of the previous season. And yeah, Jeff Hurst for descent. Ironically, on Derek for a, complaining to the ref why Derek Jefferson wasn't booked, who probably single-handedly is the most dirtiest player I've ever seen. Well, Ipswich player I think I've ever seen, or up there amongst them for sure. I, I think <coughs> I think the the match report kind of hints that you know Jefferson was was man marking. Yeah. Hurst and giving him yeah. a tough time and yeah. but yeah the match report kind of says he got sent off a dissent because he asked the referee why isn't he booked Derek Jefferson which to me <laughs> that seems a bit over the top doesn't it yeah um, so he got sent off and you're right the the first time it, the only time in his well this was the first and the only time in his career that yeah. he he got sent off um one comment uh that picked up in the match report was that Alan Hunter going back to what you were saying was outstanding in this game um, he was the he was the signing him. I, I think these two obviously Beatty coming through that season, but Hunter being signed virtually a year before to the day I think seventy one seventy two season, and then getting Johnson in the swap with Belfit. Um, um, I think we gave them money as well. Um, was um, yeah they were the two real catalysts that kicked off the. Um, all right, we were doing well that season, but Johnson was the sort of final piece and really that first Robson great side. You know. First drops and great side, really. So that was game nine. We'd won five, drawn three, and lost one. Thirteen yeah. points in in what you would call old money, I guess. Yeah. Um, that would be that would be eighteen points from from nine games, which would be two point two points a game. So that that kind of shows you. And yeah. we were we were second. Wow. Um, we've had a a, 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 a fan on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know Noel Baker. Oh no! Um, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah. He was 
at the Stoke game in, in yeah. 70s. No, he wasn't at the Stoke game. <laughs> Stat, what? Did he take a penalty? Did he miss it? <laughs> he did, yeah. Go on. Um, the Stoke game in 72 was the only home game that he missed that season. Okay. Because, um, <laughs> this is very, I don't know, because he was hit by a car whilst crossing <laughs> Chevalier Street. Oh, you've got, no, got to stop laughing because I'm going to get off. He got hit by, he got he run got over on the way to the, tell me, was yeah. it on the way to the game? Or don't we, don't we, don't well, we know that? It was in the that? morning and he, he said oh. that he, he never found his shoe. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah. but, as he as he's put and as you rightly say, lucky for him that it was one of the rare games, one of our yeah, rare right. games on match today. So he didn't uh, he didn't miss story. it. Yeah, I he love also that says um, he thinks it could well have been Rod Belfit's home debut. No, it wasn't. Rod Belfit joined joined the year before. I think I saw his home debut seventy one. Virtually again to the to the day. I think I think and he scored one of you you look in your because you I know you do this. Um, another Ipswich player that I believe scored on his debut. Or possibly his home debut. I think they beat Wolves, but that no, was a year before. So yeah, yeah poor old Noel there. Um, well, great story. Tell you what, that may that be a good sort of stream. That one. Um, odd reasons for missing games. Oh yeah. Get runovers up there. I've got to say no. Not because obviously that must have been. You must be fairly young at the time as well. For goodness' sake, that is that. If anyone can beat that one, um, getting run over. Yeah. Um, send, yeah. Exactly. Send in any. Um, yeah, you know, near-death experiences yeah. you have going to the game or whatever. <laughs> or, you know, strange abducted, things. For me, abducted by aliens in Alderman yeah. um, Road or something like that. Fantastic. I, I once went on honeymoon and missed the game, but it's probably not Stand the same. Lame, lame excuse, mate. It's rubbish, rubbish. But yeah, but over 18 years, I'm pretty certain I've had more grief than, than Noel did that, that day. <laughs> but um, Christ. I'm not allowed to say that. Mrs. Stats there saying, all right, we'll, we'll take that out. Um, yeah, so let's we'll quickly move on to... Uh, um, at this century, at least, so we're 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 coming closer to the modern day. It's the 16th of September 2000, and it is a 1500 p.m. kickoff. Um, You've gone all continental. I have yeah. 1500 p.m. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I don't know if that's GMT or BST, but we're oh, going to. That, that must be must be BST that's, that's, then. It's, it's BST, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Town at Ellen Road. Uh, yeah. George Burley, obviously, is our manager back then in 2000, and. Someone I've got to say, got a very soft spot for the the Leeds manager David O'Leary, um, mainly yeah, like because him. of his his penalty uh, oh. spot kick win uh, um, over Ru- Romania I mean. when when you know, Packy Bonner um, uh. made the save from Tomofti, and we could we could have a chat. But did people you ever would be read? Did you ever read or see the film um, Roddy Doyle the Van? Oh, I I've got the script. Yeah, Love I that. We did watch that at least. Well, I watch it now. No, they, they don't. So no, good, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. If you, yeah, and it all centers around that. that it all centers around that game pretty much. I know it's yeah. that summer, but around that game, it's fantastic. If anyone's not read it or seen the <coughs> or seen the film, it's it's worth recommendation that one, isn't you, it? It's brilliant. Just a little quiz for you. Do you remember what the um what the van was called? I I'm stat, I haven't seen it for years. No, I don't. Go on. It was called Bimbo's Burgers. <laughs> he was selling burgers, wasn't he? And that was oh, yeah. yeah, that was fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Right, we're going to go for, um, let's have a look. Uh, so this followed on from the Villa game, which we discussed last week. Yeah, yeah, it did. So, so, and I think we, we said about the Villa, I think we perhaps may have even touched on this game last week, we'll mention it in passing, that the Villa game was um, was notable because um, Marcus Stewart came on as sub and and, um, and obviously scored. Um, and if looking just through, looking at the Ipswich side, um, this game, Shock horror. Um, Stewart starts, and in, I assume Johnson's on the bench. I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if 
the other change in that Villa game was um, he brought uh, John McGreal on, uh, I think, at half-time in that game or something, and replaced him with... Uh, took Vino off, brought John McGreal on, and he actually stuck with those, those two okay. changes in, in his starting 11. So the 11 against were... That, against that, look at, the, look at the quality of the squad there. I, I, as I say every week, I, I, I'm struggling to see where any of these players would fit into our current side. But, you know, feel free to shout out any names that you, you think could do. Wright, Wilness, Clapham, McGreal, Bramble, Wrightson, no, no, no. Holland, Jammer, Jermaine oh, Wright, yeah. Stewart, as you rightly say, replaced Johnson yeah. and um, Scowcroft. Well, that Leeds, was the side, wasn't it? That was, that was ultimately the side, pretty much the side of that season, wasn't it? Um there are going to be people who are listening to this saying that is their favourite ever town team. Oh, oh, of an age, of course. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Leeds. Uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, give us Leeds. Yeah, just be been, um, well, they just had a spanking. I like that. They had a spanking against Barcelona midweek. In and they Champions went into the League. game. Injury hit. Lucas Radibi, who was their, their captain, was out injured. Yeah. Yeah. Jonathan Woodgate. Yeah, but it's no surprise that he was injured anyhow because I thought he yeah. he made a career out of being injured. Yeah, and um, Harry Kuehl, blimey, who was now yeah. the manager of Notts County and got sent off on his debut, didn't he? Did he? Last week, yeah, I'll last weekend, that. yeah. Um, um, so I mean, what look at the strength of the leads. I mean, well, we'll go for the lead side, but you know, they're three, they're three big players, aren't they? My God, back then, those three to walk into any side, wouldn't they? Well, when I I made a note of the of the Leeds team, and then I read later that it said that they were injury hit. And I looked back at the Leeds team and I thought, <laughs> pretty strong team, yeah. Um, go on, so the team go, go. was Nigel Martin, yeah, uh, Gary Kelly and Ian oh, Hart. You'd love, you'd love this, yeah. you? Gary oh, Kelly and Hart, yeah. they were a good fullback pair, weren't they? Yeah. Mike, Michael Dubry, Mickey Dubs, yeah, yeah. Danny Mills, mm. horrible. Yeah. yeah. Move on. Lee Bowyer, hey. more, more of him later. Yeah. Um, uh, Olivier Decor. Oh, I love how you said that stat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought you were well, going to was... say Oliver Decor. Yeah, yeah. That's what my dad would say. Um, Stephen McPhail. Oh, yeah. Left foot good player. Yeah. Alan Smith. Go on. Because there's one, there's one player here. Go on, keep going. Michael Bridges. Yeah. And this other player that I put, he was wearing his magic hat. Um, because he does wear one. Darren Huckabee. Totally forgot he played for Leeds. Yeah. Did not, would, if you'd have said, no, and I got, my, I perhaps got five or six of those. I no way in a million years would have said Huckabee. Have you not? Do you not follow him on, on? Do you not follow him on Twitter? I mean, he's there. You know, every time Leeds are playing a Yorkshire derby, he's there winding up the opposition fans, oh, just he? like he does for it. Yeah. I don't. No, I mean, they probably played fair few times for him. I, I can't really remember. I was at this game. Now, I tell you what I remember about this game. Um. And it's just odd stuff. Remember, I went with my mate Pat, who a lot of the away games I went yeah. to back then. There was a petrol shortage. There was a the tanker driver strike. That was around that time. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was touch and go whether we were going to drive up because we could nowhere, literally nowhere had any petrol virtually. So I think, you know, someone, I think I found out that the BP garage down Ellenbrook Green had some petrols. So I think Pat had to go and fill up there the day before, literally. And also... This was right in the middle, and again, why I know this, I don't know, of the bloody foot and mouth epidemic, which oh. brought most of the country to a complete... So you had the tanker driver, if you remember, the tanker driver strike, petrol tanker strike, and the um, foot and mouth epidemic. It's a bloody nightmare. I mean, but yeah, foot... we struggled up and made it up to uh, made it up the Leeds, I remember. 
You must have struggled to get off your estate with the foot and mouth disease. Did you have to I come out of diamond? No, I was, no, I weren't living in this house yeah. then. No, I was living over the, No, I weren't living here. No. Um, no, and the uh, the other thing about the tanker strike. So if if you were you know too young and you didn't you didn't live through that period, there was a pretty <laughs> good reason why we were running out of petrol because everybody was panicking that we were going to run out of petrol. So everybody yeah. then just used to queue up. Every petrol station. I remember yeah, I worked there is, at there, there is the that. Yeah, do you remember well, it? You were driving then. Of course you were. Well, yeah. my, my mate got a text saying, oh, it's petrol at, there's, there's petrol at Sainsbury's on Hadley Road. And it would just go through like wildfire. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'd sit there, probably wasting more petrol. Um, <laughs> you didn't have the, like, the eye stop on the cars or whatever. you know. So you sat there with your engine going, yeah, I forgot all about that. Um, so you managed to get to Ellen Road. I guess the, yep. the home fans treated you, treated you well. Um, I've got to say, sorry, Stat, it's probably one of the first times I went with good old Pat. He went, I believe they, he sponsored the match ball or man of the match, and we were in the corporate bit. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there. Supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. So, first yeah. time. I loved yeah. it. I remember it was the very first time I've ever done something like that. I quite enjoyed it, must admit, yeah. Should've I remember got... Norman, the, the, the guy that did their match day was um, Norman Hunter. Was Alan's doing their match brother? Day. Uh, oh, I, I can't go along with that one. Sadly not, no. No, no. Right, so you went up there, you, you've had your prawn sandwiches or whatever. Yeah. Um, you probably yeah, can't even shit. spell football. Um, sitting there in the... So you're in the executive box, director's box? No, nah, no, nah, just nice seats, I think. No, nice no, I don't, I don't mean, no, no, not director's, no, nice seats. Plush seats? Yeah, yeah, I think I, I seem to remember, yeah, yeah, considering there's a foot and mouth epidemic, they were quite plush. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Go on. Well, they, well, they, they weren't made of leather or something like that. They, no um, relevance whatsoever. Well, Go I think on. you're. No, I think you're right. The foot and mouth disease meant that many, many uh, cattle. They, they, yeah, they couldn't use leather then. 
So they actually, before this game, they had to rip out all of the leather seats because they were worried that they would have foot and mouth. Fans Absolutely. would have to turn up in welly boots and step in that little, you know, when you used to go swimming when you were younger and you foot had to bar. step in that, yeah, football. Like, yeah, yeah, run through it, didn't you? Run through it, yeah. So there Anyway, were where fans. are we with the game? Where are we? There were still fans coming through the little football um, when Leeds took the lead. Third minute. Um, yeah. Do you remember the goal? Do you want me to talk about the goal? Talk about the guy. Remember across from the right, I think from Decor, and a really good finish by by yeah. Lee Boyer. Shock. Well, I, was, you know, history history is different. But you were there, I wasn't. I've got that was a cross from Ian Hart. Fair Ian enough. Hart, okay. Yeah. yeah. Found Boyer who was unmarked. I don't know whether it was at the near or, or front post. It was near post. It's quite a smart yeah. finish. Yeah. And it's saying that it said in the match report he scuffed, scuffed his short. Scuffed. Okay. Yeah, I can sort of see that. It, it all happened quite quickly. <laughs> and we were trying to avoid foot and mouth at the time and the petrol shortage. No, it was a good no, <laughs> it, was, it was a good cross. I was there. Yes, I was. It was a good cross, I remember. And it was just all happened. It was first time, let's say. Scuffed yeah. or unscuffed. So then Town had a, had a lucky break because in the 11th minute, uh, Nigel Martin, it, it, very superstitious. You know, like Paul Cooper used to bring his gum and a little bag and stuff oh, in the yeah. goal. Uh, yeah. Nigel Martin, he was really into his gadgets. So one of the things he brought along was his mobile phone and he actually had it in the goal. And in the 11th minute, it started ringing. His mate, did his mate, he said, Nigel, down the road, BP. There's petrol, yeah. <laughs> he then nipped off. So we thought, let's take advantage. Um, well, I've got right... to say, at that point, when Leeds scored, they were all over. I know it's only like, well, third minute. I don't think we'd had a touch. So we'd just, been lo- just lost to Villa. We looked at each other and thought, this is going to be a long season. And this yeah. was the game. Go on. Yeah, I think you're right. I think there were there were lots of fans thinking, you know, with this is going to be a bad, bad, bad season. So yeah, yeah. ball goes into the box, uh, in the in the penalty box. Horidison kind of It's a really unusual goal. Yeah, miscues a shot. You know, I think Thanks. some people would politely say he was trying to he was trying to pass it. Yeah. Um and he miscued a shot and, and Scoey with a dive and header puts it into the empty net because Martin is still in his car and filling uh, up. Yeah. Seriously, I'm not going to leave it on £69, 89p. I've got to get it to 70. Do you do that? Yeah. You must stop. have a big... My, my tank doesn't go up to... I mean, it's oh, not right, I'm saying I'm thinking of Nigel Martin's car. Mine goes oh, up he to would have had like a big gas, gas guzzler. Yeah. yeah. Probably talking 100 quid, probably, actually. Back um, there, not back there. <coughs> so, later on in the second half, Martin comes back. Town, town can't capitalise on him being off the, off the pitch for 20... Four minutes, um, but Town are playing a good passing game, and I think now I think the point that you're saying they start building in confidence and thinking actually we might be able to compete in this league. You know, Leeds, although injury hit, still far stronger than our team. I think you would say on paper before the game, and certainly they weren't hurting us. So we played really well. Yeah. Uh, so we go in at halftime, one-one, thirty-five and a half thousand Leeds fans there. They all left for fifteen minutes. Um, some petrol. More petrol down there. That's why we ran out of petrol. Yeah. Um, so in the second minute of the second half, uh, good interchange of Parson. Yeah. Ball finds its way to, to Stewart. He plays yeah. him right, who who fires at home yeah. right in front of the travelling town fans that weren't in the in the plush. Yeah, what seats. a goal! Yeah. It's just a lovely goal, isn't it? The move, the Stewart. Yeah. You could see that's what we're about, really. And the goal, you know, as, as scruffy as our first goal was, I mean, that was just a. One, that's one of my favourite goals of all that. I mean, takes all Stewart's goals, you know, the chips at Southampton and all these goals, you know, walking around the Liverpool defence. That's probably up there with my favourite goals of that season. That's a brilliant goal. You know, yeah. great finish uh, too. Oh, well, with, right, with that Jermaine Wright didn't score many, did he? 
He didn't. I was a bit concerned that you were talking about Marcus Stewart's greatest goals, but then I realised you were talking about Marcus Stewart's greatest goals that season because I was thinking, how are you? How have you not mentioned Bolton away? Oh, no, no, know, that's the season, playoffs. That's we're talking about this season. That's fine. Um, so that goes two one up. Uh, Huckabee uh, still wearing his his hat. Um, I think he's wearing it backwards. Um, he had a decent chance to equalise in the last twenty minutes. Uh, Town are playing on the counter attack at this point, nearly make it three one through Holland, but he puts his He's header straight at Nigel Martin, and that finished 2-1. It was our sixth fantastic. league game. 1-2, drawn one, lost yeah. one, seven points, and we were up to 11th, which is yeah. mid I mean, I thought when, when we found out, I think, I seem to remember when we found out we are 11th, sort of going home that night, I think, Christ, we're nearly halfway. We're yeah. nearly halfway. Imagine if we could sort of finish anywhere near here. I mean, that, that game, certainly to my mind, was the catalyst for everything that season. I think... <coughs> We were certainly up against it. Got a bit lucky, obviously, with the sco the scoey goal. But that's what I think we needed. We needed that bit of luck to give us the confidence. Yeah. And I can't really... I don't know, it's 18 years ago, incredibly now. <coughs> I can't really remember Leeds putting us under that much pressure after we scored after we scored that, that second goal, you know. Great, great memories, that. Brilliant. So just to let the, the, the viewers know, um, basically, all the last season, I picked the games. Um and so I thought it'd be only you fair did. that this season Dave picks them all. Um, oh, you know where this is going, don't you? So you know where it's going. You know where it's 1988, going. 1988-81. I can't believe we've not covered this game anyhow, because I think we've, you know, it was a 66 games, and we've already covered 74 of them, I think, that you've, <laughs> you've tried to pitch for them. So it's the 20th of September, 1980. Uh, it's a Division One matchup at Portman Road. Bobby Robson is in the home dugout. Gordon Milne yeah. is in the away dugout of... Coventry City. I want to think Gordon Milne was a manager of somebody else when I was a bit younger. Everton? No, I don't think so. It's Gordon Lee was manager. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I used to get confused with my, yeah, my Milne and Lee. back then. Very, Gordon, you know, very, very young. Um, the, the town team, um, I'll, I'll just read it and you can sit back and go on. Yeah. Back and, um, yeah. Cooper, Burley, Mills. Oh, it's their team, isn't it? Osman Butcher. Yeah. Tyson, Muren, Walk, Mariner, Brazil and... Yeah, it, Gates. It's it's the team. So the only one you'd add to that later on in the season, again as we covered before, if but it didn't because everyone wasn't fit. But the only thing you'd add to that is we lost Burley after Christmas and Mills went to right back and McCall came in left back. But that is the team, isn't it? That one. There, there's a few players in the in the Coventry team that I knew when it jumped out. Um, so I've kind of hazarded a guess at some of them. But uh, I think uh, oh. Les Seeley was in goal for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sadly. Passed away. He's passed yeah, away. very sad. Yeah, 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 great keeper. Mate. Yeah, um, co-op, east of England. I don't know if he his was. Na- his name was Mick Coop. His name was yeah. Oh, Coop. Yeah, oh, right, sorry. East Coop. of England. Yeah, uh, uh, Roberts. This is a great name. It's Harry. Harry Roberts. Just, just Harry a Roberts. Great name, isn't it? He Harry. sounds like he would be in a heist film or something like that. I know. I'm sure um, he is. Tony. Tony Blair. Yeah, obviously Tony Blair. No, it was Andy. Andy, aka Tony Blair. Yeah. Yeah. Paul Dyson again. Yeah, he, there he, he is. He was. Yeah. Um, uh, do you realise that Paul Dyson, he, he went into management and he really liked the multi-ball uh, system when he was a manager. I spent I spent five minutes before this pod looking at our um, our wand Dyson, thinking I must get some jokes out of it. Get some um, jokes out of it. Uh, Jacobs. Don't know. I'll move on. Um, next... Steve Jacobs, I think his name was. Yeah. This other one, I had to double check that it wasn't a spelling mistake because I thought it might have been Kojak spelt badly, but it's Bodak. Peter Bodak, yeah. Peter Bodak left commentary and 
went on to play for Man United. Not of not much, but that's where he went. Yeah, speedy winger, little winger. Daly, oh Steve, Jerry, Jerry Daly, that well known German yeah. German newspaper. Yeah, <laughs> never heard that joke in all that time. You have. I've never heard that. Jerry Daly, of course you have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that tomorrow. Oh, stop it. Go yeah. on. Uh, Mark, very young heart, Mark Haitley. Very there. young Mark Haitley, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Tommy Hutchison, who uh, previously that season um, had been on loan with Seattle Sounders in the, whatever was the MLS, the NASL or? I think they were, um, I think he was spotted. They asked him back after he'd scored against Tulsa Roughnecks. <laughs> That's not a team. Um, so he was in the team and Hunt. Uh, Steve Hunt, yeah. Steve yeah. Hunt, yeah. Well, Tommy Hutchison, that's an interesting one, because yeah. I didn't really appreciate that. There was um, Obviously, they called him back, and he obviously played that game. And, um, what, eight, nine months later, was to have an interesting cup final scored at both ends for Man yeah. City. One of, uh, there's a few players that have done that. I don't know how many, but not not many. I mm. looked it up last night. So when I'm saying that, I'm thinking, I just can't remember. I should have mm. should have taken a note of that. Um, Town, were, Town were top before, before the game. Um, Coventry were in their yellow away kit, which was kind of disappointing when I watched the footage because I was hoping to see them in the brown. Yeah, with Tolbert. Oh no, no, of course. Hang on, where are we? Eighty-one. No, no, no. That was the next no, season, wasn't it? Yeah, no, no sponsors. Sponsor. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the next season. Yeah. Um, and we get to half time. It's uh, nil-nil. Twenty, twenty and a half thousand fans there. Um, to be fair, this is our tenth game of the season, even though this is our seventh league match. Um, so we've we've been playing a few games. So I'm guessing. I don't know, 20,000. 20,000 to me doesn't yeah, seem that high. But. No, it doesn't. And don't forget, um, you know, every every week was pretty much every or every other week or a midweek game. So this was the Saturday after our first game in Europe that season where we beat Salonica, Aris Salonica 5-1. So this was, I think, we used to play Wednesdays then. I'm pretty sure we did. Yeah, it would have been a Wednesday. So three or four days later. So hence, maybe that would have had some effect so- on the crowd. And, and for those those people who have been with us on the pod since series one, episode one, they'll they'll remember that actually it's not Aris Salonica, but it's actually Aries Thessalonica. Oh, that's remember? Right. Yeah, Aries Thessalonica. <laughs> um, so we get to half time, like I say, it's nil nil. Uh, Twelve minutes into the second half, uh, John Walk. I've written down here one of the. If you watch it, oh my, it's one of the scrappiest goals you'll ever Scrappy. see. Bouncing yeah. around, pinging yeah. off defenders, scuff clearances. Finally goes to Muren, who's on the edge of the the, the penalty area, facing Churchman's. You think, right, he's gonna he's gonna caress fire it. it in, he's gonna he caress miss, it in. Yeah, miss hits his shot. Um, that kind of finds his way, finds it, it the ball to walk. It kind of like just turns on a sixpence and sticks it past. I want to say what I remember about these, and I haven't I, I haven't yeah. done any, I haven't looked on YouTube for these goals, but both goals ultimately. The finish is virtually exactly the same, isn't it? Yeah, or yeah, sport, almost in a very, very similar spot. You can <coughs> find it on YouTube if you put in um, ITV season 1980-81. You can find it on there. It's like an hour and fifty minutes, but I managed to track it down. Uh, so that town one nil up. Uh, six minutes later, Walk scores again. So this was his fifth and sixth goal of, of that season already. So he was already on a roll. Um, Muren's on the right. He's, he's attacking the churchman's end. He floats a ball into Brazil. Brazil goes up with, I don't know, let's pick <coughs> uh, co-op. Co-op, yeah. Co-op, yeah. co-op goes up with him. And it kind of comes off here, off the yeah. back of Brazil's sort of shoulder, yeah. bounces towards Walk. Walk controls it on his chest. Brilliant 
brilliant control there, and it just um, he, he got a bit of a bit of a low. got a bit of a co-op related pun there because it's a bit unfortunate, and I think old co-op felt a bit of an, felt a bit of an idiot. I, I think he felt he was a right divvy. Oh, very good. Do you remember your mum's divvy number? Four five seven two eight. Just from a GDPR point of view, is that all right if you give that? I'm sure, um, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure that's, yeah, that's, that's 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 long gone now. Every, everyone can claim it now. I'm sure. Bless bless my mum. She's up so there at, now. At I the end of the game, it now. I'm just picking up a, a book which I know you like, Dave. Because uh, I, no, I want to pick up for a quote. So at the end of this game, just to set, let's put it into context. It's our seventh league game. We've won six, drawn one. Therefore, we haven't lost any. We got 13 points. Um, and we're top, and we've been top since the 30th of August. Uh, we've just won 2 0. Yeah. And this is what Bobby Robson uh, yeah. said yeah. at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, it's on page 141. I'm getting there, 137. It's such a good book. You should see I thought you would have bookmarked it, to be fair. Facts. Well, I did think about it, but then I thought I'll find it easy. Yeah. You know, you, you learn after. Um, so Bobby Robson said after the result, well, this is what he said. After this result, we are the only unbeaten team in the league but I can't believe how quiet it is here at Portman Road it's not the atmosphere you expect some of the crowd are like zombies yeah yeah I think we spoke me and Ben certainly spoke about this last year when the furore is going on about um obviously stuff that our previous manager of last season was coming out with and I I did make a point that um we, we all felt at the time that you know it's down to the owner really um the owner perhaps should have come out and and, and made him apologise or at least come out with something about it. But this is a difference. Obviously not an owner then, the chairman, John Cobbold, the legendary John Cobbold, basically, I think, had Robson there on the Monday and said, look, you know, I understand your frustration at the crowd, but um, um, look, you know, I think you're out of order and I think you owe them a public apology, which I think he did that day in the, in the always quoted in the Evening Star, you know, yeah. just handled with complete class and... Um, on you go, you know. And I think what I, what I remember about then, because I, you know, used to go well, all the games back then. There were even people made you know, I'm a Robson zombie badge and stuff like that out of it, you know. Wow, but, I tell you what, if somebody, oh, you'd pay good. If someone's got one of them, I haven't. I'm sure I had one somewhere. Yeah. Stat, that's a one bit of missing memorabilia. Oh, mate. I'd love that. Put it out uh, there. Someone like Noel I'm Baker, sure... he's gonna have it. Oh, Noel might Alan. have it. Someone, Jules, Jules might yeah. have it. Jules Hughes yeah. might have it. GB, someone like that. Alistair but, Ross. Um, just incredible, and just, I mean, I know we've, we've covered this season to, to death, but just, just some stats from this season, I mean, it's not until you look at it, we lost, how we blew it, I mean, I know when we said because we had injuries, had such a small squad, we lost two of the first 32 games, and then seven out of the last 10, it's just, just two, two or three draws, for Christ's sake, you're, you're almost there, it's just uh, a madness, but I'll never see another another season like that. Absolutely fantastic, and um, even better. What a number one stat! What a number one! What do you reckon? Oh well, I did think about this as I, uh, I was, I was out gone. walking, and I, um, I'm going to say nine. So I had a. So this is what went through my head. This Abba. was okay. I'll give you a clue. This guy at the time, Gary Newman. No, this guy at the time was probably the, certainly in the UK, the biggest. And I would call him pop star, pop star in the UK at the time. In oh, 1980. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Steve McLaren. Yeah, 80, 81. Definitely was. Oh, biggest pop star in used 1980. To make, used to make pretty extravagant videos. This one especially, you'd remember the video. You might actually remember the video for this more than the, um, more than the, more than the song, actually. Oh, was it Elvis? <laughs> um, 
So he, he died three years before. So I've got to think of somebody in night. I can hear people now just screaming the name out. It's a big star in night. Not Michael Jackson. No, no, British. He was British. Oh, British, yeah. Um, so X came from a. He, he went sort of like towards poppy more, but came ultimately initially from a sort of yeah punk new wave background. He was initially. And he changed. It was very much in like Michael Jackson, not quite. Very much used to, in the image. Oh, was it? His image. Public Image Limited. It was Adam and the Ants and Prince Charming. Oh, Prince Charming. <laughs> that was a Classic. great. Is that when he crashes through the the window or something like that? Ah, oh, that is. I've got to say, it's a great, great video. Um. One thing that worries me is that, you know, if you're in 2018, you're of a certain age, then zombies kind of mean one thing, which is like running around and, you know, fighting people. <laughs> That's and... a good, very good point, actually. Yeah. So yeah. what did he, what did he, did he, you know, I think he was more zombies back then meant sort of um, docile, sort of docile, sort of, you know, couldn't give a, a you know, in a, in a, in a zombie like trance sort of I, thing. I read about that in the, in the Daily Mail with that that new spice drug or whatever, and they were saying they were creating zombies, yeah, but they were so mainly just falling asleep yeah. and stuff. Also, what I do remember about that day, again, you know, little stuff you remember, and you probably can see it if you've got the vid. It was, a, it was I know it was mid-September. It was probably still 80 degrees. It was one of them freakishly hot September days, so it was it was really hot. But, yeah, I, do you know what's that? Also, in um, in the crowd's defence back then, I think people just took it for granted. <laughs> oh, we're playing commentary. We're going to score at some point. And we're going to win. Yeah. You know, it's almost like that. Um, so yeah, a little bit great, like the, the effect day. sometimes that they have at Old Trafford and stuff that, you know, fans yeah. are turning up just thinking we're going to win. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, not so much these days. But, yeah, back in the day yeah. under Ferguson, for, for, for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, Dad, let, have we got birthdays this week? We have. Uh, we've got on. three birthdays. And Go on the 17th of September, Troy Brown will be 28. Mm-hmm. Uh, Troy joined Ipswich from, he was released by... Fulham, um, and he played for us between 2010 and 2011. He made his debut. Fullback, right Set back. half, I kind of think. Well, you know, this was Roy Keane era, um, yeah, and they could have been. <laughs> he could have been playing anywhere along, along there. Uh, mind you, be careful what you say about Roy. You know, he, he, oh. he's, yeah. Um, yeah. I was having a chat with Stephen Ward last night, and he was just saying it was all all made up, a bit of a joke. But yeah, no, that's. Let's go back to Troy Brown. So he made his debut in that horrendous 3-0 home defeat versus Sheffield United at the end of the 2009-10 season. I think all town fans just want to see the back of that season. That was also, I think, Tom Eastman's debut where he became the youngest player to be sent off. And what I always remember about the game is that the Apache gunship delivered the ball. I always remember that. And he's had he's had quite a decent career, Eastman. He's done really well with Colchester, hasn't he? Yeah, he has. Um, Well, this season. Yeah. Sorry, come. That's right. Troy Brown, 10 starts, seven of seven substitute appearances. Uh, at the end of uh, 2010-11, he was offered a, a one-year contract extension, but turned it down. So he became a free agent and signed for for Rotherham. Mm. I think he played for uh, another team, but he's been at Exeter City since 2015 and famously yes, scored... Um, from about one inch a couple yeah. of few weeks ago, didn't he? In the, in the, uh, in the game proper, not, not the... I yeah, mean, well, uh, you know that that good. League Cup game, you, and that, that's the reason that you play. You you're, you're sort you don't play your first choice keeper in the League Cup game. And I think you know Gherkin there when he was at Exeter, <laughs> he, he he flapped. 
Um, Stop it now, Stan. Stop bar. it, you oh, Let's move on. Boy. Who's before next? They, Talking about goalkeepers. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Seamless link. Uh, David Stockdale. And I was kind of shocked. David Stockdale, the, the keeper, <coughs> is 33 on the 20th of September. Um, yeah. We got him on loan from Fulham. He was with us tw- from August 2011 to December 2011. But Mark Schwarzer, uh, the, the then Fulham yeah. keeper, picked up an injury. So he, he went back. Um, I'm staggered about Stockdale because I always used to rate him. And he's now on loan at South End. Yeah, from Birmingham. I don't know whether that says a, a bit more about the, the financial situation that they got. Oh, uh, good point. City yeah, in there. Good, yeah, good point. But surely Perfect. some other team, no disrespect but, to South End, but you are a very small Essex team that, well, you know. Also, and also, I can't believe South End, again, not being disparaging to South End, yeah. they're quite a small team in Essex, are paying the vast majority of his wage either. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't think so, would you? I mean... <laughs> Great look at South End. I don't think it's been said, but they are they are a small team in Essex, so they they have they have done well. To... <laughs> if I've incurred the wrath, if I've incurred the wrath of the Wolves bully supporters, yeah. you are going to get you are going to get mullered by South yeah. End stat. But anyway. well, I don't know about you, but would you rather be attacked by a, a wolf or a shrimp? Oh yeah, I'll go for shrimp. Yeah, so come yeah. at me, shrimps. Yeah, yeah, um, bring it on. But can I just hasten to add that if there is like a, a firm of South End United and they're called the Shrimps, I wasn't actually calling you out. I was, <laughs> he was. Calling out. He was calling you out. I was calling out the little shrimps. Do they do they swim like that? I don't know. Um, so our final birthday, we we had to we had to fit this guy in this week, and you know why not? Um, <laughs> Jonathan Walters, the returning Jonathan wow. Walters, um, will be 35 on the 20th of September. Um, he first came to, well, certainly our, my prominence, but um, Town's prominence uh, when we played Chester in the FA Cup. Yeah. Uh, his first spell at the club was between 2007 and 2010. It's quite interesting because um, talked about the the potential leaked Roy Keane uh, incident with Harry Arter and Jonathan Walters, and they they kind of refer back to in this argument about what happened. Yeah, it's quite in funny actually. Yeah, you can't yeah. you can't leave it alone, can he? You? you can't no. leave it alone. It's just like, you know, just you got you got to move on. Um, so they had, had a good result last night. The old Republic one, one, yeah. one, wasn't it? Pone just conceded late, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, yeah. but, you know, following the, the Wales debacle. Oh. Oh. Yeah, unfortunately, you, know, you came up against a world class player on the night there, mate. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, he went to Stoke and, you know, Jonathan Walters, and I'm only teasing here, he went to Stoke because he, he wanted to go to Stoke and that's why Roy Keane and him fell out because he said, if you want to go to Stoke, you're not going to be the captain anymore and take the yeah. captain's armband yeah, off. Totally, you. Uh, you haven't got a problem. Yeah. I mean, no matter what you say about Keane, you haven't got a problem with that. No. Um, and I don't think anybody at the time stood in his way. You know, he was going up to a, a Premier League team. Um, did incredibly well there. Oh. Um, you know, his, his Great career... Great career. Really went off, you know, and internationally played... 53 matches, I think, for Ireland when he was at Stoke. Um, but when he was at Ipswich in his first spell, 133 starts, 14 subs, 32 goals. And obviously, he's now back for his, his second spell. Um, yeah, you know. yeah. Um, I mean, slightly concerned that he was, <laughs> whether it was over the stat. I mean, apparently, uh, reading between the lines, I think he perhaps was sent back just to perhaps get up to speed match fitness with us more than a, more than an injury or... Yeah, a spat with Roy. I'm not sure. Who knows? Anyway, but yeah, look, it's it's great. We need experience, and it's great that he's back. But one of the things I want to mention too. So he's going to be 35 <laughs> when he he next plays, and so I went with the stat machine and thought, let's have a look. Oh. Um, who yeah. was the last player who was 35 years or older? I'll give you a clue. 
yeah. not Lee Bowyer. Yeah. Um, so I have got, and I'm going to count them now, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven uh, players, including Lee Bowyer, this century, that were over 30, 35 or over. Can you, you name them? No. Oh, no, where to start, mate? No. Uh, I've, I've, got, I've got a cold. I'm struggling. Um, over 30. Christ, really? 11 yeah. this century? Yeah. There Over was... 35, play for town. How many? How many on loan? Loan. Uh, um, the last season, probably. One. Oh. And I tell you what, you can make a goal. You can you can make a pretty good eleven out of this team. Go on, give it. To, I, I I'm I'm beyond thinking about it right. tonight. Go on. Who you got? In goal. Yeah. Keith Brannigan. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, let's go with a right back of Fabian Wilness. Was he 35? I think he was older. I think he was 37, probably. Oh, he probably um, was. Yeah, good point, yeah. A left back, let's go with Mark Kennedy. Okay, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You weren't yeah. that, that impressed no. with him, were you? Uh, no. uh, midfield, well, centre-half. Centre Vino? Venus? Mark Venus. Yeah. Alongside Tony Mowbray. Oh, Christ. Obviously, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. Obs, yeah. Um, that obviously makes it a bit difficult for me to figure out where I'm going to stick Matt um, Elliott. Elliot. Oh, he was the low knee then. Yeah. 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 Um, but in the middle of the park, we'll have Lee Bowyer with Ivan Campo. Oh, Christ. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and who else have I not mentioned? Uh, Jim Jilton and Alan course, Lee. Yeah, Alan Lee. My God. So it was, yeah. I, I'm guessing it was... It was Alan it was, Lee... Alan Actually, Lee was Alan back. Lee might have been the, the last person over 35. Didn't yeah, he play well, after... Didn't come back and come on a sub? Oh, I can't remember. FA Cup, third round replay away at Preston. I think he came on as a sub. I think you're right, he did. Good but I don't know whether Lost Edward was... Joe Garner hat-trick, yeah, that one. Yeah. We should sign him. Yeah. If I always liked him. Yeah, uh, that's a great one. I love that. So there you go. Good stuff, mate. That, Good that's stuff. It. We've, we've managed to get through, you know, without dying, which is always Not a positive. Not too bad. I've done quite well there because I was. If it, last night it had been a no show, no show last night. Um, but brilliant. Enjoyed that, mate. Um, we hope everyone else out there enjoyed it. If you remember any of the events we talk about or have any suggestions, then please let us know on social media at Blue Monday ITFC. You can reach me at David Diamond Three. Stat, where are you? At Chomp X Three. Please don't forget to hit follow on there and give us a like at facebook.com stroke Blue Monday ITFC. So where are we? I'm trying to think because we did this last week. It was International Week. So this week, um, the wonderful Harry, someone, usually Rich, will be back on Friday with uh, Harry. Fantastic preview show of the Holloway game featuring Harry from Bath. Um, the flagship show will return on Monday. Um, yeah, on Monday without me. I'm, I'm taking a week off because I'm not going up for Hull this week. But I think a couple of the other guys certainly are. Ben will be hosting that. And we'll be back same time next Wednesday with another walk down memory lane stat. It was a lot of good content this week, mate. I like that. Because you, you, know, you let me pick the games and it's easy to pick. But, oh, yeah, there's a bit happening in that game. There's a bit. But, yeah, it was a fair, fair fit more. Content, there was there was a lot in there, but just before, I've just heard there's some petrol at Ellenbrook Green, mate. Take care. Cheers, mate. See ya. <laughs>
from back to back to Stewart. Oh, he turns to be The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.